Dear Diary, it's me again, back at it again to tell you all about my interesting life. Things are pretty weird nowadays. I keep seeing posts about people buying out all the bottled water and toilet paper from all the stores. It's almost as if a zombie apocalypse is about to happen. Oh, and get this. All the hand sanitizers are completely sold out everywhere. You can't even order it online from Amazon. What is going on in the world? I guess I haven't been keeping up much with the news because I've just been so consumed with work and stress that I feel like I barely have time for myself anymore. And... I guess I feel like I haven't been all that nice to my boyfriend either. Sometimes we get into little arguments and because I get home from work and I'm always so tired, it makes me not want to do anything and I guess it feels like I don't have enough energy to give to him. And then sometimes I just get annoyed with him for something minor that he does and I just take out all my built-up work stress on him. Sometimes, I just want him to leave me alone. I want the world to leave me alone. All I want to do is get out of my scrubs and put on my sweats and watch Love is Blind and eat some Chipotle by myself. Ugh, I love Chipotle. Anyways... I'm gonna get a glass of wine and go lay in my bed and probably pass out before nine. Then I have to wake up to go work again tomorrow. Talk to you later. LOL. That wasn't an actual diary entry I had ever written, but merely a simplified version of my thoughts I wanted to share to sort of help bring you back to the time right before the quarantine started and when before a lot of us even knew what the coronavirus was or what was actually going on in the world. This little anecdote was written in a diary format and I know it probably sounds like how a 10 year old girl would sound but I did this on purpose because ironically this is literally exactly what I sounded like as a 10-year-old kid. I used to write in my diary almost every day, except there was really nothing interesting or eventful going on in my life that was noteworthy enough to document or write about. But I was just so bored that I needed someone to talk to. See, I have two siblings, but they're 13 and 17 years older than me. Yeah, talk about being an accident. But because I didn't really have them around while I was growing up, I felt like I didn't have anyone to talk to or relate to. So that's why I used to talk to my BFF diary every day. I guess it's pretty natural for me to write or talk in a diary format since I spent so much time doing it while I was growing up. Obviously, diary couldn't talk back to me or 
offer much insight, but at least it was always there for me to write out my thoughts and share my feelings. I really just needed someone to talk to. So why is talking so therapeutic? Talking is the one thing that sets humans apart from every other species on this planet. Talking is what helps one human understand another human. Talking allows us to express how we truly feel, how our inner self feels. It allows us to share what our mind is thinking underneath it all. Talking and sharing one's true thoughts is an intimate thing, but it's another level of intimacy when you talk to someone who knows you and your past traumas because that is who and what we feel like we can identify ourselves with. It's pretty coincidental that I actually was watching Love is Blind on Netflix during this time right before the quarantine. I honestly don't know what made me gravitate towards it because I actually don't ever watch reality shows. Like, seriously. Never. But for some reason, this was my new binge-watch obsession at the time. For those of you who haven't watched Love is Blind, don't worry. I'm not going to spoil it for you. I just wanted to reference it to emphasize that talking clearly can create connections between even complete strangers who had no idea what each other's outward physical appearances were. In a very extreme analogy, it's almost as if they were in quarantine themselves. So how are these humans in a reality show able to create such a strong connection and form an intimate bond that allowed them to feel as if they knew each other. Probably through all the hours and hours of intimate talking sessions where they shared their thoughts, their feelings, their past traumas, future hopes and goals, and they allow themselves to be vulnerable to all these emotions, the good and even the bad. They finally were able to talk, almost as if they were in therapy and the other person was actually listening. They allowed themselves to share private thoughts that they probably wouldn't typically reveal so suddenly to a potential love interest, let alone a stranger, because in real life, they probably might feel afraid to be judged, or even worse, they might feel like they wouldn't be understood. I think the reason this show resonated with me so much was because I know that I love to talk, and when I say love, I mean love to talk. I'm telling you, all my friends and family can back me up on that. Even people who might have just met me a couple of times probably have thought, ugh, that girl talks so much, she's weird. And if you're one of those people who might have thought that, don't worry, I'm not offended. I know I love to talk. I just feel like... It can be such a release when I get 
super worked up about something that I just absolutely have to share my thoughts with someone, anyone, so that they can understand me and why I feel that way. I always needed someone else to validate my thoughts so that I could feel secure with myself and my wild thoughts. Does that seem familiar to you? Or am I the only one that thinks like this? Like I mentioned earlier in my fake diary entry, I felt like during this pre-pandemic time, me and my boyfriend would sometimes fall into a cycle of stupid little arguments that were a complete waste of energy. Most days, I would just be so mentally drained and I would want to talk about the stresses that I dealt with during the day because I hadn't gotten to share them with anyone else. Because I felt so emotionally charged from this wave of intense feelings that would hit me, I would leave work and I just couldn't wait to release all of this emotional baggage. I just wanted to feel better. Whether it be eating, drinking some wine, or venting to my boyfriend, I felt like I just needed some type of stress relief. And then every work week was like reliving the same old routine. Just so you know, my boyfriend is my best friend. I've been with him for practically four years now and trust me when I say, he knows me. So. Who else would I rather vent to after an emotionally charged and stressful day? I've probably ranted to him about all of the same stresses a million times and he's always been there to listen and empathize with me, to support me and tell me sweet, encouraging sentiments that would make me feel completely better. He has a way of doing that. And... I would feel that release and relief that I was looking for and the next day I would wake up with a more positive mindset and go to work again. Just to be faced with the same obstacles I had just worked so hard to try to not let it get to me, but I was very weak-minded. I let it get to me, again, like always. But. Luckily, I have my boyfriend to vent to and he'll help me through it just like always, right? Not quite. My boyfriend eventually started to dismiss me when I would try to bring up anything about work and I automatically felt like he just didn't want to listen to me anymore. So imagine how I felt pre-pandemic stuck in the same routine same cycle of work stress that would leave me so drained i absolutely loved my job and i can genuinely say that i would honestly look forward to going to work every single morning but due to the sometimes demanding need to be extremely tolerant and patient while working with pediatric patients Sometimes I just felt like I didn't have enough energy left for myself, let alone my boyfriend who 
absolutely deserved my tolerance and patience as well. But because I was so stuck in my old routines, I didn't know how to break the cycle. And I didn't want to vent to my boyfriend about the same old thing anymore. I felt like I was being a huge burden to him. And I wanted to spare him of this constant complaining. So I tried really hard not to talk about work anymore. I shut myself up. Once my quote-unquote stress relief was shut off completely, I was left with nobody but myself and my thoughts. And that was actually the worst place to be for me. Alone in my mind, trapped with all of my thoughts. You think I like to talk so much for no reason? Heck no. I talk a lot because I have so many freaking thoughts constantly going on in my mind. It's like I can never escape my own rambling thoughts that I don't want to be stuck alone to face them by myself. And that's why I constantly feel the need to talk and rant about my problems and my life. I realized talking was my therapy. And I truly value the words best friend because of what that word actually means to me. At the very core of it all, the basic definition of best friend for me was therapist. Someone who knows me and all my life stories and past traumas and can understand how I felt during these times and how I managed to overcome each one slowly but surely and emerge out from each of these pitfalls as a bigger and better person. Someone who knows all of my flaws and still accepts me. When I get stressed, I tend to constantly worry that I might make another mistake and my boyfriend or my friends and even my own family might not accept me anymore. I believe the word for this feeling is insecurity. You know how every time a girl does something crazy or out of whack, we immediately blame it on Oh, she's probably just insecure with herself. And we immediately dismiss her and label her actions as insecure. Well, this is how I felt. Insecure. So what do we do when we feel insecure? We try to identify ourselves with someone who knows us and our traumas and we attach ourselves to that person so that we can relate and form a bond with this person, our other half, the person who is the most tolerant and willing to listen to our problems, our therapist. So when I had shut myself up from venting or even talking about my stresses, I felt as if I had lost my therapy and had no other outlet to relieve myself from my own thoughts. I now understood how the couples on Love is Blind had formed such intimate bonds with each other. 
They finally had found someone who was willing to listen. Someone who accepted them for all of their emotional baggage. They finally were relieved of all these thoughts that weighed on them like a guilty conscience. And it was sort of like a confession. It makes so much sense now why I was binge watching this show during this time before the quarantine. I had stopped talking to my best friend. So I gravitated towards watching these real humans on Netflix talk and do what I absolutely love doing more than anything in the world perhaps, talking to my best friend. I had stopped talking to him about work and I had stopped talking to myself as well. I had shut my brain off from my uncontrollable thoughts and had told my mind to stop talking. I was sick of myself. I even found myself thinking, I don't like who you've become because of work. You've literally become your work. And you're not even nice to your boyfriend because of work. It was like a cold, hard slap in the face that woke me up from this reality that I had created for myself. I was brutally awakened to face this harsh reality that I wasn't being a good girlfriend. I wasn't even being a good person. I wanted to be better, but I didn't know what was wrong with me. And I felt like I didn't know what to do. I started to doubt myself and this is the absolute worst thing that you can do to yourself. Okay, I've done a lot of talking and I'm gonna end it here for now. I'm gonna shut myself up and let you digest all of that. I want you to think back to the time right before the quarantine started. What were you doing? What were your daily routines and stresses? What were you feeling unhappy with about yourself or your life? Try to really take the time to think about these thoughts that you might have been unable or unwilling to face yourself with because you were too embarrassed or you felt like you didn't have time to worry about these buried thoughts and insecurities. How did those thoughts make you feel during that time? Imagine that old version of yourself and really try to listen to what that person was trying to tell you, what your mind was trying to tell you what you were unable to face or hear yourself say. Think about it. Listen. And feel. Who were you before the time this quarantine started? Were you happy? What was that past version of yourself trying to tell you? Talk to yourself and really listen.
Thanks again for listening to me. As you all know by now, I'm the girl who loves to talk.